Hello, this is a Jayla Shark and Friends and Russell mm, and Russell podcast. And on today's show, we're talking to the legend that is the manager of Chantelet Sports Bar Peppers, Steve. Oh, we've got a new intro. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast. This is a double whammy of Steve's, I realise. It's Steve-ology and Steve will come up with another. Okay. Um, hello, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Hi, Steve. Morning. Hi, Thanks Steve. for being on time. Thank you. <laughs> what, the, the pair of you sound really hungover. and. No, don't... he's hungover. I'm not... Yeah. You are. Uh, yeah. No, I am. You are. I am. You is. I am a little bit hungover. Yes. Well, welcome but it to the podcast, Steve. Thank you. Happy to be here. Uh, uh, well, I am now. I've arrived now. The uh, got, took me an hour to get past the vegetarian festival. Lots of traffic. Disgraceful, right. isn't it? Yeah. Right. Is hey. it because you don't like vegetarians, Steve, or you just don't like the vegetarian traffic? Show. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to. This, this isn't rigid and cast. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Steve, who are you? Uh, I'm the manager of Pepper's Bar. Oh, other bars are available, but we are. But why would you bother? Do you know what? I've already gone on the tangent. I. This is probably. I haven't been in Pepper's for a long time, but I've never been here during the daytime. Ever. It's different. To be fair, if you want a if you want a good breakfast, yeah. and this is not about sort of big and Steve. No, up, we can big Steve up. No, 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 no. We're not but big and Steve up. We're Arsenal just... fan, but they do make the best breakfast on the island in this place. There you go. It is it is pretty fantastic. What's because I you decided to come and meet? We, we should be talking to Steve, really. We just talked to each other. Uh, you're just hanging around here. It's all right. Uh, we'll go back to Steve in a minute. Um, what did you have for your breakfast this morning? Just a fry up: eggs, bacon, sausages, mm. beans, coffee, <laughs> and a juice. Let's get back to Steve. Steve. Did As you have it in Peppers? <laughs> yeah, I did. Sat right at that's this very peppers. table. Yeah, that's Peppers Bar. <laughs> Near Laguna. Trying uh, to lay. Thank you. Yeah, so right, Steve. We're only going to increase your, your frequentance of patrons. Do you like that? I used I, two I, big words in a row. two very big words for you. By approximately 15 people. If so, the 15 people that listen to our podcast do actually come to yeah. Peppers. So how long have you been in Pookie Land? Uh, 12 and a half years now, mate. And of those 12 and a half, how long have you been the manager at this fine establishment? Uh, six and a half years but don't worry I'll get good at it yeah. <laughs> well, I sort of ease my way into a new job you know yeah quite yeah so, six and a half years yeah but so I remember you, well it is but I remember you as a customer of this particular establishment when we used to sort of sit here and watch the football and yes it's amazing they that, give me the manager's job after I used to uh, was that because you just didn't leave no that's just as I was well, getting, that I was a little bit excitable when the football would be on and that's, 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 well, very much so. When and, said, and you still are? When he says no, a little bit no, excitable. I've had to tone it down a tad, but sometimes it gets the better of me, yeah. So we, just for some clarity, when Steve says he gets a little bit excited about football, <laughs> it's like saying you're just a little bit upset. Right. You I with am, me? I am just a little bit upset. Not completely clinically depressed. Uh, clinically depressed is probably the right word, yeah. Exactly, just a little bit upset. So, but, well, who's your team, Jay? Well, uh, see, this is... Let's, let's not go there. Okay. I have stopped following football. Chelsea. Not because of, no, because if ever I said I was a Chelsea fan, I would get, and, and the story was I was in Black Cat one day, and it was, I think I mentioned to someone that 
I was a Chelsea fan, but then I said I lived near Southampton because I did it, all my parents do. As I lived in Southampton for 20 right. years. There you go. And um, then everyone in there who was a Portsmouth fan decided to attack me verbally <laughs> and criticise me for living in it. And I was like, ah, well, one, I'm not a Southampton fan. And I just kind of did not. So I, I used to follow Chelsea quite a lot. I keep, I've watched the results. Where were you born? Oh, I'm in Essex. I'm a South End boy. Right, so okay, South yeah. End on Sea is my team that I, I do watch, who might be getting Henrik Larsson as manager. No way. Yeah, they're interviewing <laughs> him at the moment. Far out. So I've ball boyed for South End, and I used to go and watch South End. I've been to Chelsea a couple of times, but I'm honestly, Steve, I just I find, and I know that we can sit here and talk about sport. I'm happy to. I just find the tribal ballistic. Is that the right word? Tribal nature. The tribal nature of it all, just because I like one team, and then you get attacked by people that don't. Yeah. You know, do you know what I mean? I mean, I know it's a I lot think of it's banter. Just banter yeah. yeah, a lot of it's banter, but I got to the point where I just got fed well, up. I've got to be very careful these days with using the word banter, though, isn't it? Because people might find it offensive. Why? Well, jokes aside, you've got to be careful with how we say, you know, we can say things about your team or your team or you, oh, you stupid Guna fan and all that. But Is Guna now racist? It probably is. It'll offend someone, but that's the, 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 the world in which we but live. Let's go to, back to Steve's on football. So we, you said you lived in Southampton for 20 years. Yeah. Is that where you were from originally? Or no, you just living London. In, in London boy. Whereabouts no. in London? Highgate, North London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always North London. Then uh, age 30, I moved to Southampton because... Cheaper by now. A couple of years ago, then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was just. Well, is that before or after so the Great Depression? So twenty. So that thirty-three years ago. Did, really? I moved to South you, you went on the steamboat, did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. everything was black and white. I, I, you know, I, honestly, I absolutely loved it living down there. I used to drive from Southampton to London daily, backwards and forwards, eighty miles there, eighty miles back. I've done that for twenty years. So I know the M3 and the A3 backwards, inside out, the M25. But I, I, I enjoyed living in Southampton, mm. and it was it, well, I've only been back twice since I've moved out here, and it's still the same. It's well, things have changed. It's still very green and very friendly, but a lot more students in Southampton moved in there. But I, I love my time in Southampton, and of course, it was a lot cheaper buying my second house there, a lot cheaper, as opposed to London. Oh, I wouldn't even bother. You've been a one-bedroom flat, a room covered somewhere. I mean, my first house was fifty thousand. My second house was. 53,500 for a three-bedroom house with a garage and a, quite a big-sized garden. So what but we that, get for yeah, these days. Yeah, quite, yeah. A shed if you're lucky. Yeah. I wouldn't even want to live in London if I'm honest with you. London. Would you ever go back to the UK? Oh, no. Just give me my question. No. Well, I got there first. Well no. done. Never, I'm, ever, ever? No, I've got no interest. None at all. Life's here now and that's it. Uh, yeah, this is where I hope to see it the rest of my days. I love it here. I love it. And we'll try and speed it up. I've got <laughs> I've got no interest in going back home, especially the, the climate the way it is at the moment. Right? All, all it is is doom and gloom. But, you know, I mean, uh, I've got family back home. I've got some back home, but we won't touch on that one this morning. But apart from that, it uh, doesn't hold much for me no more. No. I'd like to go to a visit. I'd like to take my wife. My wife's tired, by the way. And she's never been to England. So I'd, on that occasion, I'd, if I had the money and had the time off, I'd like to take her back to see to England. But I doubt it. I doubt it. Mate. When was the last time you were back there? Was that a few months? Uh, yeah. When my mum passed yeah. away, so that was seven years ago, yeah. So I've not been back since. Wow, well, okay. I, I spent eight months in Scotland waiting for it to pass, so uh, Dundee. Yeah. And it's bloody cold in Dundee, me say, even in the summer it's cold. Yeah. So, and then I'd, I think I had two weeks in Southampton, because I knew this was my last hurrah, mm -hmm. and one week in London with friends, and that's it. But honestly, I don't miss anything back about the UK. I'm one of them guys, if you go on an holiday and... Says, oh, bring me back tea bags or, or you know jam or newspapers, magazines. I don't ask for nothing. I don't miss anything. 
If you was to bring in some jelly deals and put it on the table right now, fantastic. Pie mash, yeah. I don't miss anything. No, that's proper London, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that is proper. <laughs> yeah, that's proper old school. Old school. <laughs> but I'd, I love I'd, that. I'd, I'd, if you could put it on the table in front of me, I'd wolf it down like a shot. But I don't miss it. You know, I don't. I don't crave for anything from back home at all. Would you ever but, think about doing jelly deals here? Is it because um, they must be able to do it? I don't think so. It's not quite. The same. It's like the shit. It's like the the, the the shells they do it and the little ones, right? Like like the winkles. Like yeah, I the, call the, them winkles. winkles. Yeah, the little but snails. But they don't yeah. taste the same. They don't no. taste. I mean, they're quite nice out here, but they're they're not winkles. So well, it's a bit like the cockles don't taste the same no. either. And, and well, I I don't know where welts come from. Actually, you're very where careful come about from? that. What, Russell? Where do welts come from? Uh, Celts. Have you ever had a welk? No, I haven't actually. It's like a big cockle. It's a meaty, juicy cockle. They're yummy, actually. Oh, but no, sometimes, I'm, I'm, I mean, unless you put salt and vinegar on them, they can be just quite chewy. Some people like, like it's a London thing, isn't it? Really, well, well it's a you, yeah, you put it it's anywhere, an estuary thing. Yeah, you put it anywhere anyway. north, people they turn their nose up at it. It's yeah. the same as pie and mash. People, yeah, no, it really is. Oh, it's the liquor that's with the pie and mash. Yeah, yeah. I think it, and I don't understand it. You know, this north-south divide, and certain people north they look at it and they won't even attempt to eat it. Nothing like it's just pie, right? It's just pie but, and mash. But is that not the same as here? So, for example, when I was with my, my ex, who is Thai, we would go and have the cockles at the seafood restaurant and she would put them in the spicy dipping sauce. And I'm there asking for vinegar and black pepper or white pepper if they've got it. Mm. And I'll eat them like that. And that's just a cultural thing. But yeah. It must be the same. That's what, right? what, what we know, right? Yeah, for sure. What we know. For sure. I mean, I'm willing to try something different. I try the shells. Not, I like all fish food out here, but it's not the same as, not the same as back home. I mean, so don't, don't that's it. brilliant. That's the only thing that you miss from back home is like. The, well, they're the sort of things that stick in my mind. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. Or, or when you used to go to the pub on a Friday or Saturday night, the, the, the guy would come in or a girl would come in selling it. Do you remember them? Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah. come in selling, and I mean, last time I went, they were hugely expensive. The last, the last, I tell you, the last time I went back to the UK, I, we went. I had a weekend in uh, Butlins, the adult weekends. <laughs> for those, let me just, and for those who don't know, Butlins <laughs> is like a holiday camp. It's yeah, a for adults, for, for adults. adults yeah, yeah, but they also have the, but a, little, a lot of wrestling happens at um, Butlins and stuff. Yeah, of course, of, yeah, yeah, but they have sixties weekends, seventies weekends, yeah. soul weekends, discos every night. It's and an it, entertainment. Yeah, place. everyone dresses up in fancy yeah. dress every night. There's, there's no trouble. It's just, it's just <laughs> there's no trouble. No, no there's Steve, not starting no trouble. It, it, it's just a blast. Well, you can't because people get banned and they never allow back. Honestly, there's no. Have you got mates that've been banned from Butlins? No, they, they, no one does Butlins. because everyone behaves themselves. It, it's, you know, I think you've got to be twenty-one and over. Is that true? You have to be twenty-one over to go to Butlins. And if you if you have any trouble. Say, for example, I went on your membership, Jay, and I caused trouble. You'll get banned as well. That's why everyone picks and chooses who they... Who they Jesus, I didn't know it was that tough. I would never take him to Butlins. No, I wouldn't take you to Butlins. Oh, they're great weekend. Anyway, my point is, when I went Shangri-La one, they went outside and uh, they got a, a jelly deal stand. And I thought, fantastic. <laughs> and this guy had about two welts. I mean, it must have been three welts maximum. And it was like £2.50, if I can remember. Memory serves me correct. For like three welts. I mean, come on. But yeah, the old days when they used to walk with, I think that might work in British pubs out here, actually, if you could get the real deal. Yeah. In no. here it would, because it's an expat's pub. Right? No, absolutely. Absolutely. But having said that, there's a lot of Northern, Northern in there, so maybe not. <laughs> and there's nothing against Northern people before we well, get some complaints. Yeah. <laughs> before we get into our Brexit debate. <laughs> so you've been here for six, so you've done Peppers for six years. What did you do before? Six and a half years. Nothing. I was uh, sat on me. A man of leisure. Yeah, just walking the dog up the beach every day and reading books. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And this you kind of fell into, right, really? Yeah, I mean, um, this job, I'm very lucky to get into it. And I, I come in and I met the owner, Claire. Claire Cookson's the owner. And uh, got oh. to know her. And she used to laugh at me, uh, Alan. Uh, oh, Alan, yeah. 
so I got to know it, and Alan left. And a few people said to me, you'd be good at that. Because I've got a big mouth, probably, I don't know. I mean, it's not, I said, well, what do I know about pub management? What do I still know about pub management? <laughs> 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 but the fact was, a few people mentioned it, and I had a chat to Claire, and Claire liked me, and Crené liked me, and it, it sort of worked out, yeah. It was quite funny at the not time. Not sure anyone still likes no. me. But <laughs> it was funny at the time because we. But I'm here. Of, they're not getting rid of me. No, I, I particularly remember the 2010 World Cup, <laughs> and we'd be sitting here or there, and, what, and just I mean, hey, yes, we'd have a, a beverage or two back in the days when we, we might have a bit too much to drink, and and it was 2010. So that was the South Africa World Cup, so all the games were much later, and all of that. So we'd be in here till silly o'clock in the morning, just getting absolutely smashed. And Mr. Effin and Blinding over here. I, his name. Steve. Well, yeah. So he has a nickname. Steve, too. Which, and in M's Family phone. show. It's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, Am I going to have to get the sound effect? It's the Moo. Yeah, I think so, yeah. What, what the Moo covered is his nickname in M's photo. When he phones yeah. her, that's what comes up. That's a bit harsh. It's, yeah. But when we first met him, that was the every third word was that. I used to get a bit excitable, let's just say. Yeah. But this was England, but I don't, funny enough, I don't. I mean, in, in, a, in, England, a jo- in a jovial way. I mean, like, I, me I, I swear a lot. I'm trying not to obviously I'm not on the cast, but I swear like <laughs> fucking buggery. But um, <laughs> you know, so, so as a when you say you get overexcited about, are you just so passionate about it? Do you get upset as well? So, for example, if, <laughs> if Arsenal lose, well, put it this way: I've been divorced 15 times. <laughs> no, I mean, look, look, no one likes to lose, right? I mean, I but you're not losing. But I don't mind. I don't mind Arsenal losing if they played well. It's when they play crap and they lose, it gets on my nerves. But, but do I, it, it doesn't. Once the game's over and you, you, you get the um, but then you, you laugh about it and you yes. you post on social media and you you know. But no, it doesn't get me to a fact where I want to go home and kick the dog and stuff like that. No, <laughs> don't, at, don't at, kick dogs. No, right? at, at, well, cat with, fine. Yeah, cat but, yeah. Kick. Cat's not with him present anyway. Yeah. But no, it was a. I used to. Oh, you know, and you get so frustrated. Well, I don't know a sport that does gets me like that. I mean, like, working now, I never used to like rugby before I started working here. I love it now, rugby union. I even like the uh, state of origin. I love watching that. Other sports, you know, cricket doesn't really do it for me, but I can watch them now. But, but also, but enough nothing, help, in nothing this gets me as much as football. I don't know. I can't understand it. But I, that's what you were brought up with. But did you, did you play football as a kid? Not to any degree. Have you no, seen I played, him? I, no, I'm being, I have no, seen no, him. I'm being polite. I played like anyone else, you know. Uh, Jump us the goalposts and yeah, yeah. twenty aside up Regent's Park every Sunday. You know, we'd have an hour each side, then we then we bunk in the uh, uh, Regent's Park too and go on the boats. No, we, we used to hire a boat out for one, and then about twenty of us would share it <laughs> all afternoon. You know, Come in number six and all that. Those are the old days of football. Yeah, I mean I love football like any fella does, but uh, no, no, no degree of. Uh, and you've been an Arsenal fan since you was a nipper. I'm oh guessing. yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad, funny enough, wanted me to be a Chelsea fan, and my first football match was. Chelsea and West Brom. Oh, was it? So you're down with a uh, Chelsea fan? He was. So it. what made you choose Arsenal? Well, I didn't want Chelsea. It, it, the first football match he took me to, and he wasn't around for long, my dad, let me tell you, so he, he took me to Chelsea, West Brom. I, I don't know why it, it stuck in my memory, but it, it was at Stamford Bridge, and it was awful. It was a nil-nil draw, and I said to him, I don't like Chelsea. Well, why not? I said, I just don't like Chelsea. I, I, I think we've had this conversation before. I can't remember any particular reason why I liked Arsenal other than you just like Arsenal, you know. Maybe it was the shirts, maybe it was a player at the time. I just can't remember. Well, I think it's awesome dynamic. Yeah, but and it was my local team as well. Well, that, that's I can get that now. For for you, Russell, yeah. you're a Liverpool fan. I am. So how does that work? Well, you were born in Bournemouth, I was and then born you 
You grew up in Hong we Kong. We call it plastic fan. Yeah, yeah. So, well, look, look, this, this, this actually ties into that because the, the term plastic fan does get thrown around a lot. Yeah. But, you know, Explain of, plastic fan. So, because plastic's good? bad, by the way. Yeah, it kills quite, turtles. Yeah, exactly. We all exactly. Hate so, a plastic fan. A plastic fan is someone that doesn't go to a match. Someone that doesn't go to matches. Arms, it's like yeah. Glory Hunter. I'm supporting Man United because they're winning everything. But why is it called a plastic fan? Because it's just it's fake. It's not real. That's the, the conceptual idea behind it. So you're not a real fan. You're a plastic fan. I think okay. people that will travel week in, week out, home and away, they'll get the ump because it's basically, well, I'm a much better fan than you because I travel home and away. It, it doesn't make any difference. No, it doesn't make any difference at all. If you don't never go to a football match, if you're a fan, you're a fan. But surely yeah. you'll enjoy, I mean, okay, so I'm going to get back to your Liverpool thing in a minute. Um, see oh, how I'm trying done. to remember to yeah, go yeah, back yeah, to yeah. stuff. I'm really... No, t- I'll, I'll pick it out for you. Sorry. I got... I still, my problem with podcasting or with any conversation is my mind just goes off and I'm doing my damndest to concentrate so hard it's hard to my head topic. on one topic. But well, to be fair, now I've forgotten where I was going. Now I've forgotten where I was going with you. Damn it. Oh, it's like a, so as a wrestling fan, I love wrestling. I'm a wrestling fan. It's See, my, we're off on tangents again. No, but my point being is... USA wrestling or English wrestling? Uh, both, both. Absolutely both. Anything to do with wrestling. That's my intent. Now, I've never been to see a wrestling show, but that doesn't make me less of a fan. It just means I actually... See, so, so no, why were you a Liverpool fan? Uh, I'll come back to that in one second, but okay. you, I, I get what you mean about not going to, to watch a game but still being a fan. That's fine. It's more, for me, my take on being a plastic fan is you're, you're going to chop and change. So one minute I'm supporting Chelsea because they're doing super really well. Oh, now they're doing shit. Oh, I'm going to go and support Man City because they're doing really well now. Oh, now they're doing shit. I'll go and support whoever else is. But that's just a child glory support. I mean, that's just yeah, marketing. That's, that's, that's where it comes from. I mean, that's, the, that's yeah. Simple, yeah. But that, the problem with that is that's not the kid's fault. That's more of the marketing of, you know, and the peer pressure of they want to be the best they want to be. Which so they, ties you know, into, you know, why do people support various So why clubs? do you support Liverpool? So I supported Liverpool when I was a kid because my dad supported Liverpool. Or at least, to be fair, I thought he supported Liverpool. And I was sort of yay high. And the, so like you remember that the one match you went to with your dad, the one I yeah. remember specifically... I was in my uncle's house, and my uncle was an Arsenal fan, and it was Liverpool against Steve, Arsenal. Steve, your uncle? Steve is not my uncle, okay, but I just pointed at him just because he's an Arsenal fan. Right. But, so I'm Liverpool and Arsenal, old, Liverpool and Arsenal <laughs> were playing on the telly, and Arsenal won the game, but my dad and I were supporting Liverpool. So, and that was me buying into, well, dad obviously supports Liverpool, oh, that's, that would be my team. It didn't transpire until many years later that he's actually a United fan. And so obviously, you know, I guess on the day, for whatever reason, we're just cheering his brother's opposition team if you like but because I'd started supporting Liverpool so it's that's a mistake uh, no because we're doing quite well at the minute at the minute yeah mm. although funny enough I'd... because I for you I would say as a Liverpool fan at that age that would make you the glory supporter because that's when Liverpool were good it was but here's the thing so that was yeah, well, yeah so yeah. that was going to be Probably mid eighties. Yeah, no, no, early eighties. And Liverpool yeah, yeah. was still good at when we were in our super super heyday. However, the, the kicker was that was like on a on a holiday back to the UK. So remember, I grew up in Hong Kong and, and Singapore later. So where we didn't have a, I mean, I'm sure at the time, if you really tried to source it, you could find live games back in those days. But we didn't have TV like we have now, where every game is available wherever you are. So it was like I remember the FA Cup finals were on the telly. It was the big Road to Wembley show. Which I tuned in to watch that because that yeah. was great. They were great. Yeah, Started yeah. at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a brilliant, brilliant show. But I remember those big games, but didn't really get into following football quite as passionately until probably early 90s in Singapore when A, it was starting to become a bit more prevalent. And then 94 went back to the UK for uni. And of course, there you're, you're smothered with football. 
and sort of all sport ready. So then you look more into it. And women, Russell. Sorry, and women. I heard that came into my head, <laughs> and I just wanted to get it out there. So there's another twist in that a bit. Is that's why I used to like about the, all my mates from Southampton. They all, majority of them, ninety percent of them, supported their local team. You had the Man United fans yeah, sure. and the old Liverpool fans, and that they used to get the rise taken out of them. But I love guys that support, uh, especially Southampton. You know, they get beat every week. They'd be hanging on by one point from getting relegated for about eight seasons running. But the fact that these guys go week in, week yeah. out, and they suffer the pain and the humiliation. You know, some fans are so like Newcastle fans to go to be a Man United or a Liverpool mm. fan or a Chelsea fan or Arsenal fan these days that they're seeing trophies all the time. Yeah. The, the guys that support teams that never win anything. Yeovil. We say that's, 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 that's a real fan. That's a real fan. When I started following Chelsea, which came from everyone, uh, where I'm from South End, so just outside London. So everyone was a West Ham. Most people that in my neck of the woods are a West Ham fan because that is the closest big so team. So who was the players at your time? Like Charlie Cook and... No, I was uh, Kerry Dixon, David Speedy. Oh, after them. I was oh, after Speedy. David wow. Speedy. So yeah. I started supporting... Didn't he get arrested for flashing, David Speedy? I'm sure no, there's a joke there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I supported them and they weren't a team at that time for anyone to support. It wasn't that they weren't a good before team. Before the money came in. They were yeah. before, yeah, yeah. a long time before the money came yeah. in. So they were never a, a big team. And yet, and no one wanted to support South End at the time because why would you? Why no. would you? You're a kid, and you don't you don't hear about South End, but you hear yeah. about West Ham. It was West Ham, Tottenham, yeah. Arsenal, Liverpool. But that, that's that's where the guys, the local teams, follow their teams. It's in their blood. Yeah. yeah. And you've got to. I, I really do put my hand up for these mm. people that go, and they know they're not going to win. Every time we uh, we used to go to London, because all my mates from South said, right, I must know every single ground in 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 London, right? every single way ground. In fact, the first time we played Crystal Palace, with uh, Southampton played uh, uh, Crystal Palace, I took them to the wrong I took them to the Crystal Palace. <laughs> this is a Londoner, right? <laughs> so you can imagine their surprise when we got to the Crystal Palace. Mm, there's no football stadium anywhere around It's there. nice. But, it's not that good. It's not, yeah. But they used to go knowing that they get beat every week. And if they won or draw, or only got beat 4 0, they'd had a good day. I mean, that, that, that's a real football. Do you think fan. they enjoy it more than the like. Uh, uh, so, okay, so it, it, Arsenal have been. It is a bit, it is a bit uh, bizarre, a bit perverted, if you like, when you know your team going to get beat every week, but you still go. Yeah. It's like you said, why would you put yourself through this? You know, why do you put yourself through but this? It's the underdog but status, though, because you, you never know. But that's but sport. You never know. That you do beat yeah, exactly. the big boy. And boy, you can live on that for weeks. But is it more than that? Are they going because it's their time with their mates? Is it their time out? So they're actually. I think a bit of everything. Yeah, you know, because that's got to be there as well. It's the the community feel of it, right? Absolutely. And of course, it was a lot cheaper as well to go to football, which you can understand why people become classic fans and watch it on the telly because you you know you've got everything at the comfort of your chair. You want to go to the toilet? You go to the toilet. You have a drink. Have a drink. You know the cost of travelling there. I give up my season ticket at Arsenal because I moved to Southampton. And I thought I'd just. I was going to say, because you moved to Phuket, which well, is sensible. Yeah, five, five, five days a week driving up that M3. I don't want to do it on a Saturday as well. So you was a season ticket holder as well? For, uh, four seasons. Okay. So and what the, seasons were they? Were they the, the, the Venga seasons uh, or before? No, that? these were the seasons when we used to have the joke, you know, I got caught going over the wall, but they pushed me back in to watch the second half. Right. Uh, Cherry Neal was the manager. Um, Liam Brady was my idol growing up, but Cherry Neal was good for FA Cups, but. Yeah, I mean, we went really long. Arsenal went really long time as well. George they Graham. Were, yeah, they were well, before George Graham. Yeah. And Bert, uh, Don Al for a while. And they, uh, uh, who was the guy that bought Burkham? Uh, Dennis Bruce Rielk. Awful manager. But 
Actually, some of the best days I've ever had at Ivory that I can remember is when we were playing really bad. Because everyone would be in the stand, who you stand in them yeah. days, and the banter with each other, you, you'd, be, you'd be slagging off a play, you know, and someone else would say, oh, that's a bit strong, or that's funny, you know. And, and some of the stuff that come about, and getting beat was actually, bizarre as it sounds, sometimes it's more fun. Yeah. I, no, and I, I look back at that, that, and sometimes yeah. we used to have a right laugh because we were that, playing that bad, but you go. You go and you get disappointed, and but you don't get disappointed, you know what I mean? It's, it is bizarre, but... Of course, course when, when, sorry, when and when Wenger come and we started winning doubles and everything, it's like, oh my God, you know, this is just a great... And any fan wants to see it. Oh, of course you do, yeah, yeah. Any fan. So when you're really successful and playing good football, it's fantastic. But I've also seen the flip side of it, and it, I think it's great fun, actually. I think it's great fun going to a football match and... Uh, you know. I think going to any sport with it, as long as you've got buy-in, so you know what's kind of going on. But if it's some, certainly if it's something you follow, and certainly your own team, you're obviously sort of that invested. And there's a big difference between sitting at home. You know, I'll sit home and watch the football quite happily. But you know, and yeah, yeah. I obviously want my team to win. If you tune into a TV series on Netflix and not the first episode, so it's, you don't like it, you don't watch it no more, do you? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, football, yeah. you keep going back. Keep what is on. it about? That's what I'm saying. What is it about football that keep pulling you back in? For me, it's just sport in general. So, but there's a big difference with watching an event. I mean, I watched the, the Cricket World Cup final. I watched at home. Lots of dogs in the house. So well, I, you should have been in I there should watching not, it. And I wanted to be in oh, here. What an atmosphere I mean, that was. But it, that was when the we point say I was in here, we mean Peppers in Chelsea. We mean Peppers Bar in Chelsea. Thank you. Ding, ding. Oh, the bells. We'll yeah, come don't ring the bell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I'll tell you a story about bells in a minute. Oh. But, um, so, yeah, but I watched it at home. And even at home, I was getting all sort of heads up. Like, oh, what's going on? But... To, to be in here and when with, that, yeah. with the crowd now, it must have just been... That's what a sports bar provides, that nothing exactly. else is yeah, the yeah. atmosphere. So that's it. So, so Peppers is a sports bar and probably one of the only sports bars in... Well, this side of the island, yeah. Definitely this, this side, side of the island. island. Yeah, yeah. An actual out-and-out sports See, bar. See, I yeah. don't like watching sport in bars. I don't like being... Maybe it's because I don't like being around people. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. That's probably what's worse. But I also, I don't like watching whole games. I'm a highlight guy. Mm. I would rather... I can't tell you the last... Full game of football. Well, I've got regular customers that they won't watch football. Well, they won't watch their local team in here because they're too pent up. They don't want people speaking to them. They don't want any distractions. Wow, that's a proper fan, yeah, yeah. isn't but it? But I've got like that. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, dare I say it? Sometimes customer, you know, I'm a manager here, and customers are talking to me, and sometimes it's like. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me. And I guess you can't take your days off yeah, when Arsenal they, aren't playing because yeah, they're yeah, in a busy yeah. day. Especially yeah. when you're getting beat. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Shut up, mate. <laughs> and, I mean, to be fair to Steve, so I mean, as you might have gathered, he's a bit of a bit of a loudmouth, bit of a talker, so and does like your package. Yeah, it kept your radio which station is, going. You got us fired, mate. This is, he's the reason we're not on ninety-one point five. No, so, I want to hear that story. Oh, we'll, all right, we're wrong. We'll come, the, make a note, we'll come back to it. Because so, I've got a story about that, but it wasn't Steve that got me kicked off. It was oh, someone else. All right, excellent. So, um, But yeah, so we, we've always had, like, again, watching the football together, we've always had a bit of a laugh. So when he became manager, and yeah, I mean, if Arsenal, and everyone knows he's an Arsenal fan, so if Arsenal... Uh, well, put it this way, a lot of people were surprised. Not, not, what, you became manager or yeah, you're an not, Arsenal not, fan? Uh, Both. I, I become manager. I, right. Yeah. It's not, they didn't like my personality. It was they used to see how... Ferocious, I used to get at the team. Yeah. You're making this sound like you were proper. I'm scared oh, no, I, a little bit. No, no, I was. I mean, it was. You know, I mean, it was the. There was a lot of effort and minding. Yeah. You're just screaming at the TV. Yeah. You're and basically that, to be fair, to be living every kick. Right. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, right, so you're one of those guys. Yeah. Yeah. But also, we were all watching. We were watching it together, yeah. and there's, so you've got that again. That sort and of you do get the fun. I mean, uh, sometimes yeah. we've had it where uh, in the early days, everyone knew was an Arsenal fan, so you'd get all the every other team supporting team. 
and I'd have Arsenal on that telly there, no matter who they're playing, and they'd all come down. I used to get, honestly, about yeah. 15, 20 regulars, and they would deliberately, I know, they deliberately just come to watch a game to wind me up, or try to, <laughs> to try to wind me up, yeah. and they'd be going, oh, great shot, oh, that's a foul, send him off, referee, yeah. and, but that's, that's what I love about sports. But you then, then you then bent a back at them. Well, of course, yeah. 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 And in yeah. fairness, in fairness to Steve, the one thing I will give you is you're very, very good. Uh, I mean, you'll you'll give it out, but you're equally as good at taking oh, yeah. it as well. Which for me is it, it, it's a defining characteristic, and I try and be the same as well. Because yeah, obviously we love it when our team win, but if we played bad or beaten by the better side, you've got to say, no, hey, for example, if there be uh, like a Liverpool match in here, like the Champions League final. or and I know there's a lot of Liverpool fans in here. If they get beat, soon as they soon as they've got beat, I'll be in the DJ booth and I'll put on uh, the crying game by Roy <laughs> <laughs> This is where my uh, sense of humour comes. From. I like that. I like that a lot. But everybody knows it's coming now. There's, yeah. It's not a shock no more, is it? Uh, quite. Every time I try and think, what can I do at halftime? Like you know, what, what, uh, you so know you... always look on the bright side of life. So well, I'm going back to the radio days. Oh yeah, so Steve so, got you kicked off. Well, I was. <laughs> Are we going back to this is 91.5 though? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, okay. And I was, to be fair, it was kind of coming to the end of my time there anyway, sort of, ish, kind of. This kind of expedited things. This was but you on the rock show, the breakfast show time? The breakfast show time. Okay, your breakfast yeah, show yeah. time. So, and I, on the Monday to Friday was the breakfast show, Saturday was also a breakfast show, but I made it a sports show. Yeah. Which was more for mine, benefit, if you like. And then wrote Numpty over here, so we'll come in and be my studio guest. And we'll just talk. I think I remember this. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And to yeah. be fair, it was an absolute riot. We yeah. would mostly talk about football, but we talked about other sports and, and stuff. And this and got approval, did it? It all got approval. Right. Did it? No, no, it, it did at the beginning. So, um, but there was no sort of, sort of structure to it. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. What do you mean structure? So, but I mean, long story short, I mean, obviously, like, we've spoken about the radio before, and it's all about advertising and, uh, and money and what have you. And it, it, it was kind of coming to a head, a, I think, my general time there anyway. Plus the fact, the way we were... I mean, our show, the, the cool thing about it was it was just a couple of friends having banter about sport, giving a bit of information and all of that, but having fun with it. Yeah. And we were getting people listening, like you had people back in the UK listening. Even well, the beauty is people listening and they say, what is this guy talking about? But it's all opinions at the end of oh, the day. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah, like that, but, but they were buying into it because they knew the characters and, and enjoyed know, this. The, the best sport shows are the ones that talk complete bollocks, if I can say that word. The best yeah, podcast. Because people ring in, it's like Emily Hughes. Do you remember Emily Hughes used to do an article in the Daily Mirror? Like every Monday, the Emily Hughes column. And he'd write the absolute crap. Absolute crap. But you find yourself buying it every Monday because you want to read this. Yeah, and yeah. you disagree with every word he says. This geezer's a moron, you know, but... It sounds right. Well, controversy yeah. sells. Being nice, yeah. being nice doesn't doesn't. No, work. being nice doesn't. I mean, people say nice guys win. They don't. I've been nice guy all my life. <laughs> I'm We're not going down. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> but back to the radio. Yeah. It got to the point where what we were doing and the, the fun that we were having and the structure that we had for the sports show kind of went against the grain of what the brand needed to be at that particular time. So the plug got pulled. Because you had opinions. I'm, I'm assuming. Possibly. And then from there, it just became a regular show. And then again, I was, I think that was very close to my time to leave and go to the States anyway. So it all right. kind of came with it. But didn't all the, uh, apart from... Uh, but the joke is, from, it was his fault. Apart from the Doris, God bless him. I mean, that's a couple of uh, your mate before the uh, show went as well. Danny O. Danny O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was all going, weren't it? And then, you know, when you think of it, Jay, 
at the time there was a lot of and a lot of our circle of friends were listening in I would tell all my mates in yeah. you've got to get up at 6am <laughs> are you really on the radio live yes can you give me a plug yes I said how can I get this in and but well, we did have a laugh. I but mean, you know what? I, I do miss those time. times because you're right. I would get messages up from my Sunday show of people just who were listening and they're texting yeah. you in, and there was a it was it was good times mm. because mm. people were engaged in what we were doing, yeah. and we all and it was you're right. We all had kind of different groups of people that were texting. It was. Well, so I don't, said before it was it was a really fun. Does time. that still happen? I want. I mean, I don't. Uh, well, I mean, people texting the radio. People text me to say you're live on the air. No, it doesn't happen a lot. I've had it once on my on my Tiger when I used to be on the Tiger <laughs> last year. Someone sent me a message saying, oh, can you give me a shout out? And I'm like, I was in England at the time saying, <laughs> probably not, no, I'm not there. <laughs> well, um, everyone likes them. Everyone, I'll be honest with you. When I met Russell in Phuket Town, I got introduced by a mate, Neil, and he said, uh, got told, you like sport, yeah? And out of the blue, he said to me, do you want to be on a radio show to talk? And I thought he was talking rubbish, to be honest, because I've never met the guy. And I said, yeah, sure. And about four weeks later, he contacted me and said, you, you're still interested? Okay. So went up the radio. And of course, this is a dream for me. I mean, it's a dream. You know, it's... It, it's it was like, a proper studio. That yeah, proper, it was a really nice studio, yeah. that one. Yeah. So I thought, I'm going to be on the radio. And what do I say? What do I say? So I, I met him up. <laughs> Don't fucking drove up the top of that bloody big hill and met him there. And, he, you know, it literally, Russell, pods on, sound check. You know, he could hear all the jingles and the news in the background. And he says, right, we go off this. Hang on, whoa, 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 what are we going to talk about? You know, don't swear, don't mention this, that. Okay, that's fine. And I, I, I only done it as a one-off. I, well, that's what I thought it was. And I said to him at the end of it, any chance I can get the uh, this on, uh, you know, a disc? And he says, uh, yeah, come a back next week. On a uh, tape? Yeah. Yeah. Well, on what do you call them? The uh, thumb drive. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not well, visual, is well, it? For those watching in black and white. <laughs> and of course, next week, I went back and he says, right, sit down. And then it sort of become a every Saturday. Yeah. It got to such a stage, I was going to ask him for some money. And he <laughs> <the sack>. yeah. <laughs> so there went that one. But they were good. They were funny days, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, we talk about all sorts, but you you that's where days. the bell come from. So uh, what was the bell thing? Okay, okay. No, no, you, no, no, you know, and don't deny it, Susie Wong's. So you're going Susie yeah, Wong's. So you've got the little bells there. So ding. You remember the little round bells, the little silver bells? No. Like a, like like a, um, like a concierge bell. Ding. No, I know what a bell <laughs> No, you don't have to tell me what a bell is. I know what the bell is. It is a bell. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of that. But what I don't know is what the, what's the bell on well, the table for. Well, what actually happened... Uh, well, Susie Wong <laughs> is the one with the rubber things. You, you, you well, that's the, the, the place, lovely yeah. young yeah. people yeah, yeah. that we, are trying we, to earn we, money from doing certain things. We get naughty, you get spanked. Yeah, yeah. so we, we went in and we, we got a bell from there and we took it in the studio. I said, of course, every time we do you it... you stole a bell from no, Susie Well, I didn't Wong. say that. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> You've missed a small part of that. Pepper's Bar, back in the days when we were frequenting this particular establishment. Oh, we had bells in here. Of course we did, yeah. Pepper's Bar. Had the little bells here, on the table. Had the bells on the table. So if you want to think, think drink, you go that. ding, ding, yeah, yeah. and the staff would come along and get you a drink. And then we came along, and I'm going to rope Emily into this as well, because she's just as bad. So you stole one of our bells. So a, <laughs> And we've still got it in the, in the lounge at home. So, um, But A... Not only did we steal them, but also it was constant. Anytime someone cracked a joke, which as you can imagine was fairly ding. frequent, oh, ha, 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 ding, ding. Staff member comes along, can I get you a drink? No, 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 we're fine, thank you. Rather than five boom, seconds, boom, it would be ding, ding. Five gotcha. seconds later, and someone cracks a joke, the, ding, ding. Staff member comes along. This went on the radio show. And what started with the bell then went to, we was, you were thinking of putting funny sound effects in. So every time we done a, a funny, yeah. you know, like Thai TV. So we started putting all this sort of stuff in, which I used to try and put on my quiz every Wednesday night. You know, I used to download sound effects on my phone, so when the uh, the connection ran, they got it wrong. It would be wop, wop, wop. You should come to the quiz. All that sort of fun, yeah. You do a quiz here? At Pepper's Bar, 
near Laguna and Chantelay. Right behind you, every Wednesday yeah. night starts at 8pm, sir. Yeah, quiz. Uh, quiz night, every Wednesday, <laughs> fun starts at 8 So that if you well, come here before come. 8, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. So the fun only starts... The fun only starts at 8 o'clock. It's free entry and there's prizes to be won. Every week. Fish and chips are only one. I'm just looking at the uh, the specials board. Fish and chips only one eighty. Yeah, it's Friday, pretty good, isn't it? Friday special. That's oh, a Friday special. Yeah, because it's fish and chips is Friday. Exactly. Yeah, Friday, yeah. See, Friday. We, we don't just make it up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, we've reached our, our pinnacle of time. Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Well, no. I think Steve's been amazing. Actually, I'd like to chat. It's more getting Steve. him to shut up. That's the real <laughs> trick. Once mm. you get him going. We'll have to have a recap. A we'll, recap. Have a, we'll have to have a sports, a specific sports show. I just think you also got, we're just going to promote pep, Peppers. It is Peppers, isn't it? It is. Oh, we're just going to promote Peppers. But you've got the Rugby World Cup on as well. Yeah, so every, people come every, here and watch the, uh, the old game, egg chasing. Every game with the rugby. I bet people will love all to watch. All the football. And the rugby doesn't coincide with other sports, luckily. So most of the rugby is 12 to 5 p.m. Yeah, that's true. So oh, is it afternoon shots, is it? All yeah, afternoon it's in Japan. This year. So it's, it's in Japan. Two, two, so enjoy the Premier League football, Formula One. Any, any sport this Sunday. We've got NRL final this Sunday. And roast dinners. And roast dinners on a Sunday, yeah. There you go. We're coming and the more best often, breakfast on the island. <laughs> Just see, now you're making me feel guilty. <laughs> Steve, don't worry. It's not Peppers that I don't go to. It's everywhere I don't yeah, go yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. He's a hermit. No good hiding behind that microphone, mate. Get out of the real world. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to hide behind my microphone. Steve, thank you very much. Oh, you're Thanks, welcome. Buddy. Thank Appreciate you. that. Cheers, Russ. Russell, thank you very much. No worries. See you soon. Peace.